0: Welcome. This is a podcast for those who are curious about spiritual direction. My name is Kimberly Pelletier.
1: And I'm Samuel Ogles.
0: And we are glad you're here. You may be here because you have heard about spiritual direction and you're curious. Maybe you're in spiritual direction and you're familiar with it, but you want to know more. Or you're a spiritual director, maybe a pastor or a therapist or a friend journeying with someone and you really want to hear someone else's perspective on the spiritual journey. We are in a good place because this is a podcast, not of questions and answers, but of questions and explorations.
1: Welcome to episode three of the Ask a Spiritual Director podcast. In this episode, who is spiritual direction for? What do I look for in a spiritual director and how do I find one?
0: All right. So who is spiritual direction for, Samuel?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Great question. Mm -hmm. So uh, spiritual direction is for anyone who feels like uh, they would appreciate, they're looking for, uh, they would benefit from having a companion, right, on the spiritual journey. So mm-hmm. someone who's going to be tracking with them, someone who might help them hear the voice of God in their lives, um, discern the Holy Spirit in their lives. Uh, so it's it's a companion, it's a confidant, um, it's a guide, but it's not someone who's telling you exactly where to step and which direction to go. It's someone who's helping you notice things yourself along the way mm-hmm. and reflect back things that they're noticing.
0: How's that so? different than a friend? who's a spiritual friend.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And spiritual friend is a term that gets thrown out there, right? Spiritual friendship. Um, I would say it's different because a spiritual director is going to have hopefully some training, Mm -hmm. um, which is going to be really helpful. So they're going to have sat um, under the teaching of other qualified spiritual directors. They're going to know how to companion someone. Um, It's a very delicate thing to sit with someone's story and not uh, project your own things onto that story, mm-hmm. yes, not read yes. your own story into what you're hearing from them, yes. um, and to really hold that space. And so uh, a spiritual director is also uh, a nice sort of um, objective third party, almost always someone who is, is not really um, you know, a friend or having another relationship with you in right. your normal life so they kind of get to occupy just that role yeah um, whereas another friend who you might have a good rapport with um, good back and forth with it's great to share things about our lives and our spiritual lives right. that's awesome share that of course with uh, with lots of people but um, they're not going to have the same training and the same objectivity really mm-hmm. um, to serve you as someone who has no agenda but to reflect back to you what they're hearing
0: yeah yeah that's, that's what,
1: what I would say how do you Answer that. No, I think
0: that's well said. I would only add or more just add to that piece, I guess, of someone who has that objective Mm
1: -hmm.
0: response to your story. Um, Because no one really has an objective response. I mean, we all, if I'm listening to somebody, it's going to, as a mentor of mine says, bump into my story. Like, Mm -hmm. and where I'm just trained on what to do and how to notice when it's bumping into my story. Mm -hmm. And Like you said, not to project my story onto them. So I could be in a very similar situation, um, whether externally similar or even internally, like spiritually, emotionally similar Mm. to someone I'm sitting and listening to as a spiritual director. But I know that there, and even especially there, is a time not... To think I know how God is going to speak to this person, or that I know what the Spirit is trying to untangle or show them or release to them in their journey. And that is a significant difference than me. I mean, I I try to take these skills right into my marriage or into my friendships or my, you know, any relationship I have. But, you know, our guards are down a little bit more and we're. We're friends, you know, and we care yeah. at a different level. I mean, we ca- I care deeply. I mean, I have cried with most of my directees, I think, right. at different times. I mean, there's a, definitely a deep caring, but there's an emotional connection on a day-to-day level with friendships and people that, um, even as a spiritual director, my guard is down and I'm just there. And I'm like, I really want you to make this good decision and right. I really want you to do that. Yeah. Or, oh my goodness, what you do affects me, you know, all of that.
1: Yeah.
0: But that space. Um, not only do we create space in a direction session, there is emotional space,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is so necessary. And uh, or there's relational space, there's situational yeah. space that allows me t- and, and, and any spiritual director um, who's attentive to their own story, space to really, really hold that so Mm -hmm. that they are not encroaching on what they believe the Holy Spirit is doing in you, but protecting that space, even when they're so sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I can tell you almost every time I'm wrong, when I think, I wonder if God is doing that. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I wonder. And to not even coax questions in that direction, Mm -hmm. but to really respect this, this space that their space with them and God is holy Mm -hmm. and I'm there and I'm a witness to Mm -hmm. it. And, um, I'm a gentle guide to use that question, but only a guide Mm -hmm. to them, not a guide to where a path that I think they
1: should be on. Right. So, yeah. And it's, and to add to that, I think that's really well said to add to that. I think, um, you know, as spiritual directors, it's not the case that we don't, um, Think that there are healthier or unhealthier ways of dealing with things, right? right. Um, but I think one of the beautiful things about being in the role of a spiritual director is that you get to so strongly believe that the Holy Spirit is in control, mm-hmm. that the Holy Spirit's timing is always going to be better than your timing, right? That you don't have to push the agenda, you don't have to say, "Hey, mm-hmm. I really think you should." You right. know, you don't have to use the should. Um, that's not your role and right. the holy spirit doesn't need you right <laughs> they're fully capable um of of communicating that to the person and so you get to hear if that's an authentic thing you're hearing mm-hmm. from this person that they're hearing that then you get to reflect that back yeah um so it's it's directionless but not in a not in a scary way it's not right. like an anything goes type of way, right? But directionless, and that we don't we give up control. We yeah. We do the the good thing of giving up control, so that this pert, so that the Holy Spirit can have control with right. this person in their life.
0: Yeah, and help create that with them. If someone yeah. else is doing that with me, and asking these kind of exposing but not leading questions,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I am able to be present to myself, to my life to reality as it is in a whole different way. Yeah. So I guess the question is, of who is spiritual direction for, is if that is something you long for, then I guess spiritual direction is for you, right? Yes. Um, and then a thing that came to mind when you were talking is kind of the, the nonlinear way of growth
1: mm. for anyone.
0: Well, um, it's easy for of us listening and being in relationship with anyone else to think, oh, I've been there, right? And mm. so these are probably your next linear steps because this is what happens after you're there. Yeah. And um, and just having having someone on the outside of that that knows that this is not linear, mm. just because I may have been in a similar space before doesn't mean this is your next step after that. Yeah. Your, your movement in the spirit, like you may have done the next Something after that that I didn't that I did five years ago, and I won't do for ten years. You did last year, you know, and so nothing. It and not even that captures it really because it's so nonlinear. You can't even put Mm -hmm. it in. I did this then, and you'll do that this time, and Mm -hmm. so to really keep that space of this is just an expanding awareness of God's presence and love, and how that is happening in your particular situation and life is. Is unique, and it's unique to your history. It's unique to your, um, your story, and yeah. so, yeah. Yeah,
1: expanding it, awareness is a great phrase. I love that. Yeah, that's really good.
0: And yeah. I think anyone who's longing for that is someone who's perfect for spiritual direction.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. They
0: just need that space. Yeah. I know. Two months ago, I was in the midst of discerning something that had kind of nagged me for several years, and I, and I thought. I have a lot of great people around me, but I cannot bring it to any of them. They're all too flip and opinionated. And as much as they will try not to answer this in a certain way, yeah. I won't even be able to look them in the eye without knowing what they really think. Yeah. So I brought it to my peer spiritual direction group
1: Yeah.
0: and I said, all right, this is where I'm at. And it was incredible,
1: Yeah. right?
0: None of them told me what to do, Yeah. but they told me exactly how they heard
1: me speaking. And yeah reflected so yeah and even if you um even if you don't have super opinionated friends or maybe your friends are right you know happy to just curl up on the couch and listen for three (laughs) hours without saying a word or something even if you have that it's still helpful to have someone like you said who has the proper boundaries in place Mm -hmm. um that expanding awareness an awareness of the expanding awareness right Right. um and then peer supervision too which is an important part of being mm-hmm. a spiritual director. So right. let, let's take this the next step then. So yeah. um, what should people look for in a spiritual director, knowing that there's a real range out there? Yeah. What are some things that people should keep in mind when they're trying to find a spiritual director? How do they even mm-hmm. tell the difference?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. You know, you can really be anywhere on your own faith journey to jump into spiritual direction, you know, anywhere theologically and, and whatever. But I think for sure, depending on the degree to which that is important to you, um, you need to be comfortable with the person you're meeting with I mm-hmm. mean if you're fine um, with someone i mean if, i mean there are there are Buddhist spiritual directors, there mm-hmm. are Muslim spiritual directors, there are Jewish spiritual directors mm-hmm. um, and there are Christian spiritual directors I mean and there are other you know other than yeah. those four right. and so depending on the degree to which that particular um, Adherence is important to you. I mean, obviously, I feel like that should be a that right. should be a certain a, a beginning step. Not a lot of
1: Southern um, Baptists going to Buddhist right. spiritual practice. <laughs>
0: right? Yeah, and so to have that awareness. Um, but then within um, Christian spirituality, um, I mean, I think a training program is something really important, which we talked about in the last episode. Um, yeah. Someone who's been well trained and um, who's had to do this under supervision, but then also continues to. Um, engage in supervision, peer supervision, Mm -hmm. according to the um, SDI, which is Spiritual Directors International. According to their um, code of ethics, um, it is an agreement that you'd be in spiritual direction um, Mm -hmm. and in peer spiritual direction
1: Mm -hmm. uh, or peer supervision, it's called. Um, And so to say a little bit more about that, that is essentially where uh, a group of spiritual directors mm -hmm. get together um, basically to bring uh, any sort of bumping up of stories, mm-hmm. right, um, right, to the fore and deal with it in that space, mm-hmm. rather than having to deal with it, with the the companion that you're sitting with, right, in that role, right?
0: Right, or carry it yourself or just pretend like it's not happening. I mean, right. just like any other right. profession. I mean, there are right. just real things that come up. We're whole beings and always so right. Yeah, yeah. So it's okay. important to have to meet with somebody who's in peer spiritual or peer supervision.
1: Yeah. So peer supervision mm-hmm. and a training program, which in a previous episode we said, I think, is usually a two-year program, mm-hmm. can be longer, mm-hmm. can be a little shorter, but um, it gets dicey if it, there's not, you know, practicing things over time mm-hmm. in almost any arena is a really good thing. So yes. Two years is a good chunk of time. That yeah. seems to be kind of a... An industry standard, for lack of a better yeah. term.
0: Yeah, and I would also add that um, that they are practicing themselves, and I guess by practicing, I mean um, that they are in a, a bit of just cultivating their own awareness, cultivating their own spirituality, um, and just have practices. I had, I had a, I have a directee um, who, when this person was. Seeking a spiritual director just grilled me. <laughs> and I, I appreciated this mm. person's questions and their um, their honesty with which they wanted. They were also...
1: They wanted to make sure you were up to snuff. Right, kind of. they yeah.
0: did. And it was a long, long phone conversation. Okay. Um, and this person was also pursuing um, spiritual direction training themselves. And so yeah. I know that they wanted to be in... An environment where um, this obviously would support their journey, you know, mm-hmm. just personally, but also that they were learning well, mm. um, you know, just mm-hmm. by by absorption, like by proxy, right. you know. Right. Um, and so one of the questions was, do you have a contemplative life? Like, do you have practices? Do you do anything or do you just meet with people and tell them what to do?
1: Yeah. Are you practicing <laughs> what you preach? Right,
0: yeah. right. And, and then, like, what? Like then when I said, yeah, that's an important part of my life. Then this person said, well, tell me what you do. Mm. And so I I appreciated their boldness mm-hmm. and and I was ready to talk about it. And I say, you know, if you want that kind of authenticity, ask for it. That's okay. Right. This is your time. This is your life and your yeah. money and
1: yeah. that's all right. Because you really don't want someone um, saying, hey, you need to pay attention to uh, the Holy Spirit and the rhythms right. that are in your own life, and then neglecting their own, right?
0: right. So, right, having no regard for their own, yeah, yeah, that or a little sense. regard, yeah. Yes. Right. And I think I would also say how to. What do you look for? There's got to be. It's helpful if there is some level of connection. You know, I mean, um, per-
1: personal connection personal with the connection. person in front yeah. of you, yeah, yeah.
0: and not as in like outside yeah. of, um, like. Like we talked about, these aren't dual relationships. It is helpful yeah. if
1: this is just... It's not like, oh, it's my friend's uh, right. cousin or something.
0: Right, right. But that it's... Um, and, and I would say often in spiritual direction, because it is so different, uh, different, a relationship, you may not know that until three four times in. Mm-hmm. Um, but that there is... I mean, anyone's going to have to listen to their own level of comfortability. Yeah. You know, that, that this connects with me to some extent.
1: Yeah, right. Know? Yeah. yeah, and in my uh, training program to become a spiritual director, that was something they emphasized was actually having like a trial period, mm-hmm. essentially, for, for both of your sakes, for yes. the the person in the spiritual direction role yeah. and uh, the companion, uh, mm-hmm. too. So I, I recommend that, too. Mm-hmm. I think um, that's wholly appropriate to say, hey, could we meet um, a few times uh, yeah. and kind of see how this goes? And then kind of just having the freedom for both of you you know, one or both to say, I, for whatever reason, don't really feel like this is going to serve me well. Yeah. And,
0: yeah. But to have that, hey, after, you know, June or whenever right. it is, we're going to reevaluate. Yes. And so everyone just knows it's there and nobody has to awkwardly break right. up. Yes.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And the yeah. spiritual director will not take it personally.
0: Right. Right. Oh, goodness. Right. That's not why they're there. Yeah. 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 They, I mean, they are there, they are people themselves, yeah, and first. know know what it is to discern and figure out.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah. So how does someone find a spiritual director if they want one?
1: Yeah. So there are, um, I mean, there are online uh, directories that you can mm-hmm. look for. You mentioned Spiritual Directors International, mm-hmm.
0: SDI dot org.
1: Um, SDI dot org. Right. I think yeah. you're right. Mm-hmm. And so that would be one resource, and they do have a lot of. um like tags for people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they might have the tag of like trauma right. or um, addiction or Catholicism yeah. or whatever. And so you can kind of see affiliations and tags that mm-hmm. way. But it is probably the broadest um, spectrum.
0: For sure. It's very right? interfaith.
1: Yes, yes. you're going to find there. So just know that uh, yeah. if that doesn't bother you, great. But if you're looking for something specific, mm-hmm. you'll want to be discerning on that. Mm-hmm. Um, there are also a number of Directories, I think, that are probably specific to a faith tradition or a a large tent. So I know there's Mm. uh, Evangelical Spiritual Directors Association,
0: ESDA.
1: Yep. Yeah. and then um, I'm part of something called Network of Evangelical Spiritual Directors. Oh right. Yep. As well. (laughs) NeSD. (laughs) NeSD. Yeah. All the great acronyms. All sorts of
0: acronyms.
1: Yeah. Um, I know a number of. People and that's how I that's how I found spiritual direction at first. Um, I know that Catholic religious orders have a long tradition yeah. of offering spiritual direction to people, um, whether you're uh, Catholic or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might be an option too. If there's a Franciscan community, Jesuit community, um, something like that in yeah. your area, that might be um, a group that you could reach out to. Mm-hmm. Um, what else would you would you say? Where do you find? Yeah. How do you find spiritual directors? How do you directors? find,
0: yeah, if it's especially if it's not someone, you know, like in where I am at, I mean, and probably also being a spiritual director, I just know other spiritual directors, so I'll ask mm-hmm. if I know someone, you know, who is looking for a spiritual director. Obviously, I'm not going to be that for them, and so I yes. have groups. But you can go to a training group, although I don't know how you would know that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How would you know to go to this particular training group yeah. and find them? Um, so kind of— But talking you- around, I think— You know, if that's the only other thing. But I guess it's helpful, probably should mention, that you and I are both spiritual directors. Yes. And we both see each other, See, well, we see each other as we're doing the podcast. (laughs) But we see clients or directees um, in the Chicago area Uh in person. And um, I don't know about you. I know I see people. Yeah, I literally have directees. Yeah, in other parts of the world. So we both do that. Yeah, Skype or Hangouts or... Yeah, or FaceTime or...
1: Zoom. Zoom, yeah, yeah,
0: all of that. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and then sometimes, uh, maybe another one I would say is local churches. So not every church is familiar with that, but um, it seems like... Maybe more liturgical churches. Maybe that's fair to say. I think more liturgical churches sometimes have kind of a short list, or like you said, they just kind of know of some spiritual directors in the area. So obviously, more populous areas probably going to have an easier time finding an in-person one. But you never know.
0: No, and we can put all these websites and some links in the show notes, so that people can just yeah Yeah. go right there and find them.
1: Great. Okay, and we had another question we were going to deal with. Right, where's that at?
0: No, that was it. Okay. Yeah. Great. Hit them all. All right. So until next time. Until next time. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe. And... Remember, this is a new podcast, so you could rate us or leave us a review in iTunes. That would be awesome. And it will let us know that you are enjoying listening to our questions and explorations. In fact, if you have a question that you would like to be answered on this show, you can click the link in the show notes and submit one there. You can also reach out to either of us individually. Our websites are in the show notes too. See you next time. Oh,